Welcome to Delera Talks, the business English communication podcast for non-native professionals. My name is Paula, and I am co-hosting this show with Simon. In this podcast, we're going to be covering communication advice and tips to help express yourself with confidence in English and professional settings. So we hope you enjoy the show. We're ready. We're in the zone. We got this. We got this. All right. Yeah. All right. So welcome back to our ninth episode of Talera Talks. How are you doing today, Paula? I'm great. Simon, how are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Excited that we're uh, still on the air. We're still going strong. So we've got a bunch of new listeners, which is exciting and um, from all over the world. So yeah, it's very exciting. It is very exciting. We were checking the stats and we have people listening from Hanoi, Israel, South America, lots in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we're, uh, yeah, we're happy to have everyone listening and, You know, uh, again, uh, what would really help us out is if you subscribe or give us a review and that will help us uh, obviously share it a bit more and, and, and get more listeners, which, you know, we talk about all these listeners all over the world, which is awesome. And I think today our topic today is going to really, uh, yeah, dive into that a bit more. Um, so what are we talking about today? Paul? <laughs> we are talking about how to say no. Are you good at saying no, Simon? I'm maybe the worst person in the world at saying no. <laughs> I don't know what that where that comes from. It might be my yeah Southern American uh, roots of, of communication where I, I just it, it's like a physical reaction that I, I can't say no just blankly. I have to. I'm, it's something that I'm working on though. How about you, Paul? <laughs> Are you good at saying no? Um, maybe yes. Uh, I I, <laughs> I think so. I guess my Spanish roots help mm-hmm. a little bit so anyway that's that's what we're talking about today how yeah. do different cultures say no how they disagree and we we will talk about the importance of of this of how different people express when they don't like something or when they don't agree with something and at the end we have very specific questions that we want to answer and they are how do you disagree when you work in a multicultural environment and What are some useful phrases to say no or to disagree politely? And mm-hmm. <laughs> and then a question that we get super often, or at least I do, is do you adapt to the culture or do you keep your identity? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one is also pretty interesting. How do you know if the other person is being rude or it's just a cultural thing? Yeah, that's a really good one as well. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll keep those for the end, but let's start a little bit what we mean when we talk about how different cultures say no. It comes down to how people communicate and the different styles, and some cultures are more direct and some cultures are more indirect. And this means how you disagree, how you say no to a request, but also how you give orders or express demands. We will only focus on the disagree and how to say no, but... Um, we've had a lot of, you know, a lot of experience working with all different cultures and then you can see the differences when they don't like something. And if you're talking to a German person, they might say you're wrong very blatantly. And it's, (laughs) it's fine. They don't mean to be rude. It's just, they do not agree with what you're saying. But then (laughs) in, in, in America or in the U.S., If they want to tell you do something, they might do it in a more indirect way, like 
you might want to consider X. It doesn't mean you might right. want to consider it. It just means do it. <laughs> yeah, and, and this is exactly, you know, like you just said, uh, which I think this it gets down to exactly what we're talking about when you say, oh yeah, a German person might say this more bluntly. You know, to a German, that's not blunt, right? That's just how you disagree, right? Um, mm -hmm. Where for me, being an American, that's like, oh, that's harsh, you know? Like, like wow. And, and, and so there is a lot in terms of, your background where you've grown up and of course when we say different cultures disagree you know there's such a a, a a spectrum that we're talking about and it's not like you know if you're from x then you only communicate in this way right there's mm -hmm. completely uh, it's a broad spectrum but you know in general when we talk about cross-cultural communication you know it, it's good at least to have an idea of of where the spectrum is and, and where different cultures lie on the spectrum but I mean, this is important, right? Because, uh, you know, how you are understood or misunderstood in different cultures, we deal with this all the time with, with, with our clients, or with our students, um, you know, and, and there's values in different cultures around uh, honesty and, and politeness. And this can get very um, difficult if you're in, in, in a multicultural setting, right? So whereas in some Asian cultures where group harmony is very important and, and very valued, um, this type of uh, harmony and how you how you disagree in that setting is maybe seen completely different than, for example, right? We were talking about Germans, where it's on this clear cut honesty is is valued in this style, right? So there's these differences, um, and I think it's. The, the big thing, the first thing that we can all start with is having awareness for this, which is why we're, we're giving examples first, because I think awareness goes a long way. Um, I mean, for me, you know, I, I've worked in, in a few different countries. And one of the ones that really I learned a lot with this was when I was living in Vietnam. And like we talked about with group harmony, and, and I worked in a team where a, a part of the team that I was working with was, was all Vietnamese. And the way that you would disagree in, in, in that group as opposed to the, you know, uh, American Western group is totally different, right? Um, that and then, you know, even for me, whereas I'm an American, but the maybe the Vietnamese would see me as super direct. Um, my Danish girlfriend sees me as very <laughs> indirect. And, you know, we have an expression called sugarcoating where I can't, I can't just say, no, 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 I, I don't, I just, well, you know, maybe this or maybe that, whereas she just tells me straight up, you know, hey, this, this is horrible. You didn't do the dishes. What are you doing? You know? And I'm like, well, maybe you want to do the dishes, maybe, right? So <laughs> I don't know if you've had uh, similar experiences like that, Paula. I have it every day with my students, actually. Uh, I use a lot of TED Talks and I try them to be you know, inspirational and motivational and interesting. And in general, they, they are they are pretty interesting. But of course, it's it's hard to keep it up. And then when I give one that is not that interesting to my Asian students, they are super polite, which I, I totally appreciate. And they're like, you know, you've had better ones and this was nice, but I'm not sure. And then I have some Israeli students that I love. They're some of my favorite. And they might tell me, listen, I didn't like this one, which I also totally appreciate. But I'm like, ooh, at the beginning, it hurt yeah. a little bit. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, and it's that little 
you know, I think part of the awareness thing that we talk about is, is having this awareness makes that, so maybe you don't get a little bit of that ouch feeling, right? Mm -hmm. When, 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 you know, okay, this might be a cultural thing. And I think many times it is, but, you know, to make, kind of give an idea about these clear differences. I mean, we typically group them as more highly assertive uh, cultures or more uh, low assertive, um, kind of more indirect cultures, right? So, so could you give us maybe some examples of some, um, mm -hmm. yeah, some very direct cultures? Yeah, so highly assertive, um, just to make sure that we all understand what it means. It, it's the kind of culture that communicates very directly there's no double meanings. They just appreciate that precise, simple, clear messages. And we see that in Austria, Germany, Israel, Russia as well. And then we also have the opposite side of the spectrum with the low assertive cultures. They communicate more indirectly. They appreciate more nuanced messages. And um, a lot of South American cultures are like that. Uh, and also Asian cultures mm -hmm. so right. while a peruvian uh I, this is a, a real example a peruvian might totally um you know when they want to say i would like you to make a coffee they might not say can you please make me a coffee they might say something like oh your coffees are so great but it, <laughs> if you say that to an austrian person they would just say oh thank you and just move on <laughs> and i right, see this right. very often in spain actually when i moved here i didn't I didn't fully get those nuances. And when people say, oh, you do this very well, it just means I would like you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is, I think, a really important point that you, you bring up here is because if you're coming from a more direct um, culture, right, in terms of communication, you may find, and this is kind of going back to the honesty versus politeness, you may find or you may think your first thought may be, Okay, they're they're being dishonest, or they're lying, or or you know they're they're not you know being yeah very forthcoming in their communication. Maybe they're hiding something or something like that, right? And that can that can be the cause for a lot of miscommunicative problems. I mean, and then on the on the other side, right? If you're coming from you know a more indirect communicative culture, and then you're you know being thrown into a a, a German team. Where they just come up and tell you, no, that 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 work isn't isn't good. It's like, <laughs> wow, this guy hates me. You know, Jens hates me, but uh, maybe <laughs> maybe he doesn't hate me. Maybe that's just the communication, and and I think that's a really important point. Um, Absolutely. Talk about this. And on the flip side, if you are one of those um, one of those people where you appreciate direct culture, it happens to me a lot with, as I said, with my students in Israel, that they might show me an email and they, you know, they read, Ooh, that sounds great. I'm not sure if I'll be able to make it though. And they're like, okay, but can they make it or not? It was not clear. So it's right. the other side of the spectrum. One is you don't want to be rude, but then you also don't, you don't want to be ambiguous. So how do you yeah. find the right balance? Million dollar question. <laughs> Yeah, and that's, it's just a thing where no matter, I really think no matter how, how much time you've spent in, in different cultures and, and traveling and, and how well-versed you are in cross-cultural communication or whatever, we all, at least I can speak for myself, I definitely catch myself, you know, like some days I'll just be sitting uh, 
you know, or, or, you know, doing the dishes or something like that. And then I'll think back to a conversation I had three months ago and think, oh, okay, maybe that person meant this instead of this. Now it makes know? sense. So this is, yeah, I don't think by any means you can ever be clearly 100% about everything, but that's why we, we continue to practice it and have that awareness. So, mm-hmm. um, and I actually yes. have a question for you. I'm super, super curious to hear what you think. Where would you put the UK and the US in that spectrum we've been talking about? So I think this is interesting when we talk about, okay, it's the same language, you know, they should be around in the same, same place, but I, I would say that the U.S. is, is probably more direct than the U.K. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if we look at the scales, uh, like the culture study scales and, and all of these types of things, then that, that's where we would find them. And it makes sense, I think, when you go there. I mean, you have some good examples of communication differences between the U.S. and the U.K., right? Um, we, well, we had, we were looking at this, uh, list of how different cultures say, I disagree. And, right. and that was, that was pretty funny. Uh, so a very typical way for a British person to say, I disagree is, well, I agree up to a point or the yes. classic, let's agree to disagree. Right. Right. So they're saying in the phrase, I agree, you know, but but this is the thing is that's where the politeness comes into the, is that they're saying, yes, I agree up to a point, but you know, this, right. Whereas in the U S is even though we are still much, you know, pretty indirect. And of course we talk about this is in relation to other countries, we would say something like, okay, well, you know, I don't really think X, right. Or, you know, ah, no, no, I don't, I don't really agree. You know? So, so there is a difference there. Um, Even though it is both English speaking countries, there is a difference, but Okay, so we've kind of set the stage for this. We've, we've talked a lot about this. Let's get down to some tips um, on, on how we're disagreeing. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the first question. How do you disagree when you work in a multicultural environment? Of course, if, you, if your team is all from the same country, then you can feel totally happy to just be yourself and, right. and uh, you know, flow. But when you are working with people from different cultures, you have to be aware of all the things we've been uh, talking about. And we broke it down a bit into different steps, actually two steps, where you can disagree politely at work. And the two steps are, the first one, you have to choose between three different styles, which could be, Mm -hmm. or show that you understand the other person's opinion, or apologize before introducing your agreement. Look, I'm sorry, but I have to disagree. That's super common. (laughs) Pretend to be in the middle or unsure about your position. So even if you totally think, oh my God, I disagree. This is not, Mm. this is not right. This is not right. You can just pretend you're not sure. "Mm, I'm not sure about that. So choose one of those three. Show that you understand the other person's opinion. Apologize before introducing your disagreement or pretend to be in the middle, but then always offer a solution. You know, my suggestion would be to do this. That's always the part that adds the politeness, the professionalism. So yes, you disagree, but you also want to offer an alternative solution. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I, I like that part that you're talking about where showing that you understand the other person's opinion is very important. (laughs) That initial kind of, okay, I see this, 
you know, but I, you know, but right. And, and, and that's where we talk about some phrases that we can use with this, right. Where we do this. Um, I think a good point. Um, and of course this depends of course, so much on, on where you are and, and what is the context, but a good, I think universal way to do this. Um, and that's one thing that we talk about is there's kind of a general rule of, yeah, you know, I understand you. And this is my point, right? So, so we can do this in a couple ways. We can, for example, we can say, okay, I see what you're saying, but I think, right? Or, yeah, true, that's a fair point, um, but I have to disagree because, right? And then we can even, depending on the, on the culture and if it's appropriate, is uh, an apology of saying something like, hmm, okay, I'm sorry, but I have to disagree because, right? And this, you know, of course, fits into where it would be on this politeness versus honesty, right? Okay. And, and that's going to maybe be an easier transition for the more indirect cultures if you're apologizing before disagreeing. Um, and, and so, you know, again, you could also give in some, some alternative solutions like even that saying, well, an alternate solution might be this, or my suggestion would to be to x y and z right so there are many different phrases and we'll obviously add them in in the links and you'll see that in in a lot of our our courses where it depends on the situation but you can do it in in a kind of clear way um and then a, a very very important question right do we adapt to the culture or do you keep your own identity and this is i mean we could spend an hour talking about this but i mean what's your from your experience, Paula, what do you do? So this is, I think it's such an interesting question and, and I've got it quite a lot of times. The last one was when um, I was teaching a group session and one of my students, we were talking about speaking up and how do you make your point and the different uh, styles and communication across cultures. And then this student is a very high level professional and he said, but do you adapt? Do I have to adapt to their culture or do you stay the way I am and I think there's always it depends a lot on power dynamics so if you are in a higher position you are more free to do whatever you want but if you do want to make sure that everyone is on the same in the same boat and that everyone is um, no one gets offended I think it's nice to find some middle ground mm -hmm. and approach the other culture you don't have to lose your identity completely no. But I do think it's good to to approach and adapt a little bit. I wonder what you think. Yeah, so, so with the power dynamics, it's interesting because I think especially today, if you are if you're a manager saying you're you're taking on a posting in a different country and that that country has a different culture, I think it's probably gonna be easier for you as a manager to get people on board and get them on your team if you try to adapt a little bit. And mm -hmm. and by adapt I don't mean try to copy their style because that's the worst thing you can do <laughs> if you try to go and just, oh yeah, I'm going to a direct cu culture. So I just need to be very direct with everything because then it's, you're walking in a, you know, around landmines when you can make a serious <laughs> mistake in terms of offending someone um, and being too direct, right? So I think it's about number one, awareness, being aware. And then number two, not being afraid of asking someone or, or, or prefacing when you're in a meeting, hey, this is how I usually you know, do this. This is how I communicate this. And this is kind of my style in communicating. And just 
kind of expressing that first may kind of save you a lot of trouble down the line. I like that. The acknowledging, acknowledging the differences and that, you know, just that part of acknowledging, I think it's such a great step as well. Yeah, yeah. So then when you're in these situations, instead of that person right jumping to, wow, my new boss is, uh, yeah, he's really rude. And I'm, yeah, I'm just going to fight him his whole time here. Instead of that, <laughs> that person may think, okay, this may go into what he was saying about, you know, he's from, uh, you know, whatever, Denmark, and he's very direct. So I, I just need to, you know, <laughs> so that's, that's one way, one uh, strategy to get around that. Um, and then our last question here in terms of how do you know if the other person is just being rude or if it's a cultural thing? Great question. So, yeah, this one, I think maybe you can attest to this kind of goes in a little bit with the, with the previous one of, of, of what, what can you do? And I think number one is you can do your homework um, and, and, and again, practice this awareness. Uh, what do you think about that? Absolutely. Be aware of how people communicate in certain situations. We said that each individual is unique and we all have our personal styles, but knowing where a person comes from will help us see, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. And, and, and as well, you know, again, just keeping open communication. If you're not sure, you can always ask for more information, ask for clarification by, hey, can, I didn't really understand what you meant in that meeting previously, can you maybe expand a little bit more and maybe take that person aside and say, can you expand a little bit more on that? And then, you know, instead of walking away from that meeting feeling like, okay, well, I have a new enemy, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> then, then maybe we can uh, start to clarify that a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anything else we didn't mention today? Um, I don't think so. I think we covered all we wanted to cover for today. There's a lot more we want to say about cultural differences, but we'll save that for another time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so that's the big thing is, you know, we want to talk about awareness today and, and everything we were talking about in relation to the other. So not just thinking this person is from this country, so he must be this, right? We just have to have awareness around this. Um, so the big things that we covered today, right, we covered how different cultures say no and disagree. Um, and then we gave some specific tips um, to these questions, right? How do you disagree when you work in a multicultural environment? What are some useful phrases? We gave some useful phrases around that, um, adapting to the culture or keeping your identity, that one. And then, um, of course, the big question of if someone's just being rude or is it a cultural thing? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so that was a, a great talk today. And um, of course, in our in our webinars and, and, and in our courses, we cover this as well. Um, so that's one thing to, to watch out for. Absolutely. And we also post transcripts and takeaways and all these phrases that we've said, uh, you'll be able to download them from our blog. So perfect. All right. Perfect. It was such a pleasure to do this episode with you today, Simon. Absolutely. Um, Paula, thank you again for meeting up. And um, yeah, episode nine, it was a, it was a good one. And uh, we'll, we'll, of course, be covering more um, cultural aspects in the future. But uh, that's it for us. You know, follow us, write a review. We'd be glad to hear. Mail in any questions. We'd be glad to uh, hear as well. And other than that, keep learning. And that's all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed it and remember to subscribe to Talera Talks. We'll be back soon with more. And visit our website at talera.com for more valuable content on business English. 
You can also request a free consultation on the best ways for you and your team to improve your communication skills. So have a great day and keep learning. Thank you.